Welcome to the Fire Podcast. I'm Ryan Rhodes. And if you're hearing this message, it's because you've selected one of our episodes from season one of the Fire Podcast. My wife and I, we used to live in Columbus, Ohio before we did. Uh, this podcast was launched and it was run by Jeffrey Hawthorne and Nick Hawthorne. They did a wonderful job. Uh, really thankful for those guys. And since then, we have moved out to Seattle, Washington. We uh, now feel like it's time to relaunch this podcast. And so if you want to hear the newest content, you'll want to jump to the relaunch, which is episode 14. Uh, if not, definitely stay, listen to this content. It's full of great speakers and rich content. You'll probably laugh uh, a few times along the way. Those guys are hilarious, and I uh, hope it blesses you. Also, if fire has impacted you in any way and you, you love what we do, uh, please consider supporting us either one time or monthly. Uh, you can go over to firemovement.com slash support uh, to to give there, um, and we appreciate any any kind of support. We're really thankful for you guys. Also, please share. Um, share these episodes with your friends. Share with us what God's doing through this, how these are speaking to you. I'd love to connect with you and hear a little bit more of your story. Uh, and so send us an email, send us a message, connect with us through social media, however you'd like, but I'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the episode. Jesus, you're my one and only. First love, there's no other for me. And Jesus, you're my one and only. First love, there's no other for me. Welcome back to episode four of the Fire Podcast today. I am joined with my brother, Nick Hawthorne. Nick, welcome back. This is your second of four episodes. How does it feel to be a two-time? The first the first repeat. This customer. is my third. What? I was in the pilot. I was with Jasmine. I just oh, missed you were one with so Jasmine. far. You're right. Yeah. I'm wrong. I played a so crucial role in that. So I thought I forgot you were in Jasmine's. So <sighs> you're 75% after this yeah. time. Wow. Felt pretty popular. Well, you're not back by popular demand. No one asked you back. Well. They only asked for me. I'm kidding. No one has made any suggestions yet. So if our 12 <laughs> listeners could make suggestions, 12. I would greatly appreciate it. Well, we don't know. So the first two episodes on SoundCloud, it shows 100 views. Okay. But okay. I'm pretty sure 83 of those are me. So uh, I'm not aware how many individuals have listened to that but at least the first two uh the pilot and jasmine each have around 100 views the third one with avery i don't remember where that's at last i checked i think it was in the 40s okay but, yeah so we'll see how this one because i wasn't on that one it's because you weren't on that one yep, yep. so this one's going straight for 100 hey 100 100 listens <laughs> straight bet. off the bat bet bet money <laughs> Anyway, so I have a question, and it's it's for both of us to answer. I would you rather, oh, and okay. if you have one too, you know you can feel free to to no. throw it out there. But okay, would you rather meet your ancestors from the past or your ancestors from the future? Hmm. And, and then why? Oh, oh. Um. Mm-hmm. Let me sip on my tea right quick while you think. Oh gosh, 
Do you already have your answer? I've been thinking about it all day. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, so I'm supposed to go first because I haven't been thinking about it? Yep, off the dome. Um, off the dome, I would... Um, we can circle back at the end of it. I'm going to say... I'm going to say future. Future? Yeah. Or, like, right, like, my children's children. Like, because it's like, okay, did, Let's say did I have you... a legacy? Did I raise them right? Did they turn out okay? Wait, so you're... I can know now. Wait, so the whole point of you looking to the future is to learn about you? <laughs> I mean... First of all... <laughs> I think that's kind of conceited. Well, I just need to you know that yourself. I had a great impact that, like, you know, I, I I influenced my children and grandchildren well. And you can... That they're living for Jesus. Like, I need to check up on them. Okay. I was going to say the past. That's... Part of that's initially my first thought. It was like, it would be really cool. It'd be really cool to see where we are, how far we've come, and how we've progressed things. See how far you've come? No, I meant we. I had a more <laughs> global perspective <laughs> because I'm humble. Mm. <laughs> okay. But I I was thinking more of the past, because I think it would just be really cool to learn, and I feel like we could. I don't know. I think like there's more to learn about the past mm-hmm. than it is to hope for the future. Maybe I don't know. But in the scenario too, you have to wonder: Can you, if you learn about the future, can you affect today? Like, can can you change things? Like, if you learned about your kids and your children, children or whatever. Are you able to, like, now change the way that you raise them because you know certain things? You know? So I think that's a good thing to think about. <laughs> I mean, in, this, in the context of this scenario, it's a good thing to think about. You meet, you meet them, and then the second you meet them, and they go back, their future changes? Exactly. <laughs> that's so awful. We, we, it, ideally, it changes for the better. Like they teach Hopefully, you how you can. You just never know. Yeah, they teach you like mistakes you made or things that you could <laughs> do better. Which is the same concept for the past. They just don't actually know you. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if there are any listeners out there who have a better understanding of this or have different opinions, let us know because I'm really intrigued by this. So. Let me ask you this one. Oh gosh. Okay. Would you rather? Yes. Win fifty thousand dollars, or have your best friend win five hundred thousand? Your best friend has no idea that you have anything to do with that. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. We all taking the fifty k. We all taking the fifty k. <laughs> you, you can't trust nobody out here knows mm-hmm. that. <laughs> oh, mm. you quiet. <laughs> so you, your answer is fifty k. I'm taking the fifty k. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I don't know because I, I feel like I trust myself more with that fifty k than I trust most people with five hundred k. I'd go a lot further. Okay, finance major in college. Mm-hmm. Man, better make a decision. I think or you're friend, getting nothing. My no one's is, getting anything. My friend is well off right now, so. Okay, so you're gonna take it? Uh, probably. That's fine. No, that's your final decision. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe if he was in a rough spot, I'd so, change my answer. So we're selfish yes. um, and humble. So I guess... What we've established in the first five minutes. I guess you can stop listening to us now. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> but what we're going to talk about in this episode and what we're doing for at least the next few episodes, we're going to have, well, I don't want to call it a series, but essentially we're going to have have one subject matter and hit it from a couple different perspectives with a couple different people over the course of the next few episodes. And we're going to do that with other other topics as well. So if you have any suggestions, please let us know. But for this and the next few topics, the next few podcasts, we're going to discuss the topic of unity. And as we've already established in the first six minutes, it's about um, humility and selfishness <laughs> really make up the the core foundation of community. Did you say selfishness or selflessness? I said <laughs> selfishness. Oh. Because of our would you rather, we both said we were taking 50K. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're all about community. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on to more serious subject matters. How do you think it's best to define unity in the context? So for this specific podcast, we want to... The perspective we want to examine unity at is from the perspective of community. In other ones, we'll maybe look at a more global perspective or maybe look at a perspective of a leader or the perspective of heaven. But for this one specifically, we want to look at the perspective of unity within the context of community. And that's why Nick is here, because that's something that he's passionate about and has a lot of wisdom on more than most of us. So... That's why Nick's here, and I'm here to make good would-you-rather questions. <laughs> Actually, I saw them on Twitter today, so that's where I got them from, and they made me think. Anyway, so how do you think it's best to define unity? Hmm. Um, well, I would say unity, I think almost there's different types of unity. From what I've learned um, over time, um, I'd say the easy answer is um, that we could say is agreement, but I think it's so much more than that because mm-hmm. you can find a disagreement that there's still unity. Right. Um, and so I, I feel like it, it's just a commonality, um, a shared something. I, I think that there can be unity of the heart and then there's also unity of the mind like unity of the mind is oh we agree on two plus two equals four so that way we're in unison on that um and then unity of the heart is something that like kind of goes beyond that um it's just like a like a passion or something like Mm -hmm. oh like we're both passionate about like just a small example like this tv show like we're both passionate about it um but we might have different criticisms and different things that we enjoy in the television show but um it's still something we're passionate and we can come into unity over even though like my favorite character is your least favorite character in the tv show type deal that makes sense Mm -hmm. um but yeah um i don't know if that answers like in in a easy Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely Terms. agreements a big a big part of it. Yeah, but it's also it transcends that in itself, where it's it's unity is much deeper than just agreement, where you can break agreement but still be unified. But there's something special about the the agreement aspect of it. Yeah, and it's about more than just agreement on you know the 
small nitpicky things like we agree on like you said every thing part of the show but we do have like that common ground of we both like really like the show and stuff. yeah and we can become unified around that so what do you think so for us as christians as believers especially in the framework of like our community like what do we unify around or like what is it the most powerful unity that we have like is when we have unity and like what yeah i i think that there's like in the christian community i think that there is like like say a specific community like a christian community that there's like kind of two levels or two layers to it as well um one obviously we're a christian community so our unity is jesus right um first and foremost like everything is about him and through him and from him and to him so like our commonality is him and him alone like that's why in communities you can see people with diverse backgrounds all races like every barrier is broken down because of jesus Mm. um and so i think that is the biggest thing and the most important thing like do we agree that Jesus is Lord, that he's the King of Kings, that he's our Savior, Son of God, the way, the truth, and the life? Do we agree on this? And I think that is the biggest factor of unity for the Christian community. Um, I think to a smaller degree, um, we know um, in the Bible, Paul talks about each um, person is a part of the body, whether it's like eyeball or an ear or a kidney they play a part um and i think that can be broken down to the individual level but also can be broken down into communities i for me i can notice that like oh this christian community over here they really excel in this area and they really demonstrate this and this is what they pursue well our community really pursues this aspect because honestly i don't think one community um can encompass all that jesus is is because Mm -hmm. he's so amazing and large and magnificent so like i think it as a body like as a community a smaller community um we have to realize also there's a unity in what we who we are and what we go after Mm um yeah so i think that is something that is important too in unity it's like oh yeah um these are like the staples that are important these are our core values of course there's kind of like the christian overall core values but then there's also the community core values that we kind of have to like agree on because that's mostly where your energy and investment is going to Mm -hmm. be so if you're like oh this thing isn't really what clicks on my heart and makes my heart come alive maybe that's not your the community to live with like Mm-hmm. to run with um if you can't be unified in what they're going after in their vision um but yeah yeah i think it is really powerful i mean it's absolutely jesus is the center of all of our unity and, and our agreement this i mean if we can't if we can't unify around him if we can't camp around him if we can't come into agreement on him then you know the rest of it he's you know the cornerstone he's the rock mm-hmm. everything else would fall apart and i think that's just everything else you know stems from there if we can agree on that that's a foundation that we can all unify on we can just focus our attention on him and like building around him i think that's how a lot of us are able to get get past our disagreements if we're you know unified around the king yeah rather than our own disagreements yeah i think that's especially the most powerful 
aspect of, of the unity as probably more of a global scale, but also in like, you know, individual communities and stuff. But I also think it's really cool when we have seen other communities outside of our own who have like different revelations or pursue yeah. other things that Amazing. aren't the same thing as us. And we can just see how much like we can grasp on to, to what they have and like really pursue the revelation and understand it. Cause it's something that we don't carry and it's something that we need and something they have to offer. Yeah. But then, you know, on the other end, we have the same, a different aspect of that where we have something to offer and we carry something that's really powerful and really beautiful. And it's just really exciting. Yeah. I think that's amazing too because I've gone and visited other communities and um, just seen some incredible things that, you know, I don't see in my day to day. Right. Um, but at the same time, I know people have come visited our community and like, oh my gosh, you do this really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's exciting to see that, that there's strengths um, and we mm-hmm. can also learn from each other. Um, yeah. I think a big aspect of that into like an individual one is like the the family aspect of the community and just being unified as a family that like we don't have to agree on everything but at the end of the day we're still a family yeah um that's something very important to me like families can be unified over just loving each other right and then at thanksgiving you can get anybody and everybody at the dinner table um even though like uh, different religions and anybody Mm -hmm. on the political spectrum like they can all end up at the dinner table together because they're family and that's what right. they're unified around and i think the same thing happens when jesus is at the center yeah i think one of the most exciting parts about that too is like even when there's disagreement like at the dinner table at thanksgiving you know like there might be like you know potatoes thrown at each other but at the mm-hmm. end of the day like everyone's gonna hug hug it out you know <laughs> and still love each other it's not like at least for most families you know yeah it's not dividing the family it's just like well we have a disagreement but you know like we're yeah. still family and we're still gonna like yeah fight for our relationships and we still believe in each other yeah don't throw potatoes at each other no don't just eat, eat your shade. mashed potatoes eat, eat throw them. shade not potatoes no. <laughs> not even that <laughs> if you don't get anything else from this podcast <laughs> no, that is a horrible life lesson <laughs> i'm just kidding uh mostly <laughs> <laughs> but with that too I mean maybe we should dive in that either how how can we make it to the point where we can disagree with the people in our community and still like have unity like how can unity still be at the center and still how can we maintain that unity in our community in times of disagreement um, I think um yeah so obviously we i think in every community like i said like it centers around jesus and and in that we have our core like staple beliefs of of who jesus is and um what our life looks like with him and i think there are like like some non-negotiables in that um in the way of following jesus like i can be friends with someone who doesn't follow jesus or believe Mm -hmm. in that but like in the in our community in our family alone i believe that there are like some staple beliefs that we have um and that we go after and um but in there's most disagreements that i have found are in things that are not that it's mm-hmm. very i don't know that i've really barely ever like found that to be a big thing in our community mm-hmm. um so i think when we run into disagreement we just have to like focus on um, the main things mm-hmm. and realize that that's what brings us together right and that love is bigger than our disagreement that Jesus is bigger than our disagreement like 
just for example, like there's been denominational splits over um, do I baptize in the name of Jesus or the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, I I think that's like a just like a lesser thing that like oh like Jesus counts both in my opinion, and um, I just yeah I just think that's something that like in the light of just following Jesus and loving our brother and sister, like that's just mm-hmm. a small thing that um we can get you know get past um and just loving that person well um can get you over yourself because most times i find myself in disagreement it's because i'm thinking highly of what of my own opinion Mm -hmm. like you know knowledge puffs up but love edifies so if my own knowledge is getting and my own opinion is getting in the way of me loving and it's shutting down love in my heart. That's a problem. And I just need Jesus to take the throne of my heart again. Because <laughs> yeah. um, not that some of that knowledge is bad, but it needs to still submit to Jesus. Right. I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it definitely does. It seems like, too, like a lot of true disagreements where it appears to be unreconcilable. <laughs> on at least one end yes um typically comes from like a place of immaturity or, or lack of trust where people maybe just don't recognize what they have or the disagreements they have around things that are truly inconsequential or they just don't have have trust for the people that are around them at least in the aspect that they don't trust them more than themselves so if they bring something up to them they'll just be like well you're you know controlling me or manipulating me and so then the and there's a, a divide there that, you know, someone shuts off like love in their heart and then they're not open open to receive in their disagreements. And I don't know, it's it's frustrating to see, but it's also gives us the opportunity to like not shut the love off in our heart and always keep keep the door open for, you know, reconciliation, especially if you know, we're not the ones that are <laughs> in that in that vein. Yeah. I just found that like Beyond, I've seen some disagreements on the outside, and most of the time, <laughs> the things that we blow up, I like at it, like into that level, are right. sometimes really petty. They are. I think it's very rare that it's that there's like a disagreement over something that's very detrimental. Right. Um. Um. I think that does happen sometimes where there's disagreements that are mm-hmm. super damaging. Um, but like I said, it's more rare. And even at the end of the day, like we're called to love, right. we're called to forgive, like we're called to bless our enemies. And um, if we're talking about our brothers and sisters, like we should easily be able to forgive and right. love them if we're called to bless our enemies. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely always the opportunity to just continue to, to put on love and to pursue love and especially in relationships and especially in like maintaining unity in those relationships and just having like that agreement of of who Jesus is in in the community and in in relationships and then to just be united like in in mind and thought like just have Jesus in us and have us in Jesus and then you know the reality is if Jesus in us and we're in Jesus, like we're not going to have those those major issues to the mm-hmm. point where we're going to like, you know, be immature and really have, you know, a destruction of our relationships <laughs> with mm-hmm. people. 
and then, you know, really those come out of the flesh. And, like, you know, when we're in the spirit, we're in, we're in agreement. Yeah. It's just the reality of what it is. So on both ends of the spectrum, I mean, if we're faced with that, we need to make sure that, you know, we're not in the flesh and that we're not responding in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're putting on love and we're in the spirit and we're maintaining connection with Jesus and with heaven. But also that, we, you know, we do need to have grace with people and have accountability. So there's, you know, there's a balance yeah. in, in all of it. So what do you think, like, the overarching, like, necessity is? Like, why is it so important for us to be to be unified for what we're going after and what we're pursuing? Um, I think there's power in unity. Um, I think unity is something that's always been there. And it's, like, super important. Mm. I don't know how to, like, stress that more, but there's just power and unity and agreement. Yeah. Um, we just know that Jesus said when there's two gathered, like, he'll be there. We know in Acts, um, they're all in one accord, and that's when Pentecost broke out. I would even say before time began, before creation began, there was the Trinity, and there's three of them. So mm. they had to know unity. They had to know love. They had to know agreement. Um, to move together and I think that's why God is so powerful because he's three in one he has unity with himself um, and so I just and when you find a good marriage there's unity there and agreement there and that's powerful too um, so I just think that God made unity and agreement uh, a tool on this earth yeah for absolutely and we just know that a house divided against itself you know, cannot stand. Mm-hmm. So how much more if we weren't divided against itself could we, mm-hmm. you know, be a firm house but also expand and, you know, have more houses. Yeah. And take take more land for, for Jesus and for the kingdom and just being unified with with our king and then with each other. And then from that aspect, I mean, I think, true, if we do unity really well and have that is like something that we're really passionate about in the context of our own community Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to export that and be able to do that really well with other communities whereas if we're constantly divided against ourselves and we see other communities we're going to be constantly divided against them too (laughs) and just you know that's when we're just getting comparison and just pointing fingers and like well they don't really do this well maybe that's not who they are you know yeah where if we're, we're unified with ourselves and you know we'll know have an understanding of who we are and who god is and then maybe be able to see other communities from a more clear perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's important, and I think when we are unified, the world gets to see what Jesus looks like. Yeah. Because, like I said, we are the... We make up the body together. Mm -hmm. And so the only way that they can see Jesus' body is if we're unified and every organ and piece and part of him is functioning together properly. Um. So, yeah. Yep, it's true. No one sees a hand and says that's a beautiful hand. It's chopped off from the body there. It's the body as a whole. Yeah. And Jesus isn't gonna come back for a divided body, divided bride. Yeah. So let's let's be unified one to another. So do you want to pray us out for us to be unified with each other in our own communities and just to grow in learning what that looks like um yeah sure yeah god i just thank you for this time and yeah jesus i just come in agreement with your prayer that um 
us as a body would be made one as you are one with God and that we just come together and just on this earth represent you well that you would be the main thing in our hearts and our lives that you'd be the first place and then and the foundation that you would be the common ground that we stand on and um, excel and build upon you're the chief cornerstone so I just pray that we just be built as a temple as a body in you and upon you and that you just continue to work that and that we just receive your working in us towards that in Jesus name amen amen Jesus have your reward well this has been episode four fire hey. podcast Nick's third time on vote if you want me more <laughs> so haters anyway we are signing off we'll see you soon let us know if you enjoyed this all 12 of you and <laughs> also let us know if you have any suggestions of what we should talk about next we out I will rejoice.